0: Bismillahir Rahmanir rahman Continuing with the levels of taqwa That for a person to earn his sustenance To go out in the workplace In the marketplace to earn a livelihood The demand of sharia is that a person Adopts taqwa and piety And to become conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The rules of sharia So taqwa is the key ingredient in every amal of a person thereafter is mentioned that remember pure food has a great impact on purifying and enlightening the heart for nur to come into the heart is important that a person consumes halal food, tayyib food which is wholesome, halal, healthy then the nur of Allah's muhabbat, the nur of taqwa will enter a person's heart, otherwise darkness will come in the heart right now we find around us in the different Outlets and the food outlets, the takeaways, etc. The environment in which the food is made is not a place of taqwa, predominantly. Either there's music there, which is absolutely haram. Sahabah Ta'ala Abdullah bin Mas'oudah anhu at one time walking in the marketplace, music was playing. And the natural instinct, natural instinct of a believer. Well, that when he comes to haram, then he refrains automatically, is conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Immediately he put his ears into his, he put his fingers into his ears and he blocked out the sound. This is something haram we cannot hear. So the environment in which the food is made predominantly is the environment of masiyat. Disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But there's no barakat in it. Second point Alama explain also is the person that is making the food. We hear commonly that in the days of before, that when the women of Sham of Syria would go to the ulama, mashayikh, and they would complain about the children being disobedient to them. That the children don't listen to us. So the ulama would advise the women that feed your children 100 durud sharif. Feed the children 100 durud sharif. How do you feed them when you're cooking the food? And at that time, take the name of Allah and recite 100 duruds. And blow in the food. So the barakat of this, they say, the children that would eat this, this type of food would come out to be the awliya of the time. Because the taqwa behind it, behind the mother reading dua, fikir, dhikr. In the marketplace, we know those that are making the food. Whether they are in a state of purity, one is now ritual, purity, impurity, ghusal, taharat, there is no concept of it when it comes to stinja, they have no concept of it washing their hands, not washing their hands so the environment in which the food is made, yes once in a while as we say as a last resort if a person has to but for it to become a habit is detrimental to a person's iman, to his children's iman also so here Hazrat explains that remember pure food has a great impact on, pur- on purifying and enlightening the heart Or oh, the heart just becomes darker and black Then the parents begin to wonder How come the children are not listening to me The mother makes simple food Simple food, the simplest of foods But with fikr in the heart and dua It will have an impact on the child It is therefore of utmost importance That one abstains from haram wealth And adopts taqwa and piety Taqwa has four levels Piety has four levels The first level of piety and taqwa do not use that which the ulama have declared as haram, forbidden, as using these will result in one becoming an open sana'i fasiq, and his testimony in a shari'i court will be rejected. This is the level of the average Muslim that he does not use that which the ulama have declared as haram, he abstains from that because using these haram means haram avenues will result in one becoming an open sinner. And ulama have, in the different fatwa sites, etc., which type of employments are haram, not permissible, is very clear. Ha- al-haram u wal-halal u Nabi nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said, al-halal u Halal is clear, haram is clear also. Wa bayinahuma mushta the In between gray areas, which are doubtful areas, don't go near it. Person's respect will be intact. And his belly will be free of haram. So stay away from the gray areas. The second level of taqwa is that of the sulaha, the pious. In this level, one abstains from doubtful things. Even though the muftis, based on outward circumstances, have declared them to be halal, but the pious is still refrain. This is the second level of taqwa. However, these items are such that there is a possibility of hurmat or prohibition. Thus, they become doubtful. So this doubt, person should now abstain from it. abstain from such type of food. Rasulullah said, Leave that which puts you in doubt or that which does not put you in doubt. This is a clear cut hadith Sharif comes in Tirmizi Sharif that where there is doubt, there's uncertainty, then refrain. So commonly when translating the hadith we say leave if, it's put, if it puts you in doubt, then leave it out. But now, unfortunately, the people have changed it. But if it puts you in doubt, try it out. Na'uzubillah. We can't even say this. This is now against the Hadith Sharif completely. Hadith Sharif, we say, leave it out. And some people just ingest also will say that try it out. Na'uzubillah. But just statements like that can lead a person to kuffer, plunge with the Hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So, if, he you, if he's in doubt, then leave it out. And the person who will practice this type of taqwa also, where this doubt leave it out, Allah will give him such halal from such avenues, where he can't even imagine. He left it out, there was temptation over there. Maybe it was a deal also, but not clear right now. The person is speaking with a forked tongue. Uncertain now what he's talking about, but it looks lucrative, looks very good. Make mashwara, make istikhara, as ulama ikram. This doubt, just leave it out for now. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you something which is absolutely clear, absolutely halal, tayyib, and will bring barakat in your life. That's why we mention over and over again, the Hadith Sharif says that when it comes to sustenance, adopt taqwa and be patient. Be patient. The examples, usually when it comes to this, a person works for a company, and then when it comes to retirement policies, whether permissible, impermissible, ya ask Ikram, that a person now has certain beneficiaries to that policy, whether they can take it, they can't take it, who does it go to. But these are all important aspects. Ask ulama well, whether I can. Voluntarily permissible, they say not permissible. Involuntarily, we have, the company now is taking from my, from my salary every month, they putting it to the fund. Then if I get it after so many years, then they'll say it is a gift for you. Then you can have it but in the event of a person's demise, who does it go to, etc. Does it go to all the heirs or to the beneficiaries? All these are all... People don't usually ask, and it's in a gray area, they don't ask also. So this is us, we don't leave a legacy behind of a haram wealth. And then the person is sitting in the qabr, and as we always mention, that two, three generations down, he's a forgotten entity sitting in his qabr, and nobody is reading for him. He left behind haram wealth, and the families have gone far, far from Deen. No one comes to the Qabristan also. So the whole thing is about my akhirat, my investment. And after I leave the world, that at least uh, my family comes onto Deen, is halal, tayyib, wealth I left behind, they'll invest in halal avenues, and I will get the reward of the day of Qiyamah. Allah Ta'ala give us understanding. SubhanAllah.